and uh, welcome everybody to the fifth episode of the, of uh, <laughs> a beer with the Italian. A beer with the, <laughs> <laughs> the fifth episode of the podcast coronavirus edition George was telling us the difference between the Greek grappa and the Italian grappa please George so the Greeks call it uh, tsipuro okay now in Crete they call it raki raki Raki. Ah, Raki. Raki. Okay. In Cyprus they call it Zivania. Mm. And apparently in the Balkans they have uh, equivalent too. In the Balkans they, they, they drink dynamite. These the, people yeah. they drink so much. Really. And they drink hard. Uh, I... Yeah. And you know the Zivania apparently the ones that are made at, like the ones that are made in the villages, the homemade ones. It, uh, if you drink too much, it causes, it makes you blind. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. It, it, it's temporary blinded, but it can also, you can be permanently blinded from it. But because God knows what they put inside there. It's, 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 it's very strong alcohol. They put gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> George, man, I missed you so much, really. Eh? Yeah, you know, you know, I was thinking of you this morning, mm. and at that moment, my son brought me the iPhone, because he plays games on my phone plays NBA basketball, he brought it to me and said, you have a message, that was you. <laughs> I was thinking of you that day. I've been thinking of you for days. Yes, yes, yes. Thinking that, uh, because we, it's been, how long has it been? It's been more than a week, right? It has, we skipped one week. Yeah. We, we skipped one week. I might, once, every, once in a while, we, it's good to skip one week. Yeah. It, yeah, it keeps yeah. us, it keeps us thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> George, I want to ask you something, I, I, and you, and because you know, and so that's why I need to ask you. I was listening to one of the few, the latest uh, interviews of Jordan Peterson, okay, and he was talking about the the what uh, why the the, the Orthodox. Um, the Orthodox Church is more aligned with his point of view because basically uh, he said that he, he, if you want to summarize his philosophy of Jordan Peterson is everybody's bearing a cross move your ass and, and, and carry carry your cross okay from a from a not not religious point of view but he, he's talking about life no everybody you know life is hard so Move your ass, keep put your house in order, carry your cross, and go. Okay. So he said that this point of view is much more. Uh, allora, the, the Catholics, they made it more buro bureaucratic, meaning that yeah, everybody has a cross, but the church will help you to carry it. You know, we will carry the cross with you. In, instead. He was arguing that the, the the Orthodox Church, it's it's more for the responsibility of the individual, meaning that yes, you are part of a community, but you need you are responsible for your cross, and that's why he said he, he, this way of seeing, he was more, he, he likes that. He is more, you know, it's more, it's more, um, it reflects more his religion. He's not, he's not, but he said, my view of religion, he said, I really like the Orthodox Church because you carry your cross, Respo personal responsibility. 
unlike the, the, the Catholics that are more bureaucratic, you know. Is it true? Is it true? I know nothing. If you tell me why the Catholics and the Orthodox split, I don't know. Do you know it? I don't well, know. If, if I claim to know, I'll be lying. I don't so, know. It's known as the filioque. No, I know that at some point they said basta, but it was also because the Roman Empire split. So I so thought the, I thought it was more a political and then theological. Yeah. So the the Roman Catholic, but the Bishop of Rome basically the is the is the Pope, right? Yeah. So the the Greek Orthodox Church used to be Constantinople used to be East Rome. Exactly. And uh, Rome was uh, the western part of the empire. Yeah. So um, they they basically east and west are different. Um, yes. But they are part, they are still they are still uh, unlike the Protestants the, the Orthodox Church doesn't have any uh, not that I know of they don't they don't acknowledge Protestants as they see them as a as a breakaway from from the Roman Catholic Church, but, mm -hmm. but the Greek Orthodox Church does still, and the Roman Catholic Church do want to work on bringing bringing the two churches closer back together to to mend the schism. Okay, you know, this, but um, oh. What, John, I, don't know, I don't know enough. I, I tell you, look, they did a very nice, uh, a, a, a very nice diagram. Guarda, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna read it for you. You see it? Mm -hmm. So basically, it says, it says like that. What the common is that is Christian, of course. The the, mm -hmm. the Bible is one. It's the same Bible. And then yeah, the, the one is in Latin. The other one is in in, in Greek. Yes. But the Bible is the same. It's not, yeah. and then they have uh, they believe in the Trinity. So mm -hmm. this is to get they, they, what they believe. Now the difference. The difference is that uh, of the, the Pope is not recognized as infallible nor as a supreme authority, while the, the Catholics, the Pope is infallible and is a supreme authority. Then it says. The Orthodox, they reject the concept of purgatory and immaculate conception. The Catholic, they, uh, they, do, they do, what do you say, they do embrace the concept of purgatory and immaculate conception. Immaculate conception? Immaculate conception, basically, uh, that, that, that Mary was a virgin. But the Greek Orthodox uh, acknowledge that too. So this, so this diagram is bullshit. <laughs> The Immaculate Conception, as far as I know, I mean, mm -hmm. maybe, I'm, maybe I'm not understanding, but as far as I know, Mary, Virgin Mary... It's Virgin. She, she, they, they have something called Parthenogenesis, that she gave birth as a virgin. So, you see, the, the, this diagram so, is bullshit. Um, the, main, the main stumbling block between the East and, East, East and West... It must, be the, it must be the Pope. It, it's it's one thing. There is a creed, you know. I believe in the God, the Father, mm -hmm. Maker of heaven and mm -hmm. earth, and all things visible and invisible. Yeah. 
and then it goes at some point, and I believe, uh, and then it says, and the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. that proceeds from the Father. Uh -huh. So in the Roman Catholic Church, they say, and the, the Holy Spirit proceeds from the Father and the Son. Those three words. Okay. And that the Holy Spirit comes from the, the Son also, mm -hmm. not only from the Father. That is where they disagree. That is the one thing that keeps them apart. <laughs> it's called a filioque. And it's basically three words that at some point, if they decide to, they can say, no, it, it's just a, it's just a uh, lost in translation or something. You know, it's, yeah, it, it's a very okay. small thing, very subtle thing that's yeah. keeping them apart. Ma everything else, they don't have, they, everything else can be worked out. Ma listen, ma George, I give you, that's my, my two cents, eh? So, I give you an, 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 an analogy. So, there used to be a region in Italy where there were two powerful men in this region. And it is, this is modern times, eh? This is like in the, what, before the Second World War. And so, who's going to be the president of the region? Who's going to be the president? Like states in, in America, no? Mm -hmm. And so, these two guys, you know, they were propping up. They were spending money. And then they looked at each other and they say, why are we fighting? Let's, let's split the region. Mm. Let's, do, let's do two regions. So Isn't you, that what East and West was? Exactly. So, I think in the end, all this, the, theo, the theological... Um, the theological reason, in the end, is just a justification for a political religion, like the like uh, Protestant and Catholic, uh, RD8. He, he said, you know, I, I want to, I want to, I want a divorce. The Pope told him, I'm not going to give you a divorce. Ah, you don't give me a divorce? Perfect. Now I'm the Pope. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And then they start, they start, uh, you know. Um, trying to justify these uh, this divisions with theological, spiritual. It's not true. It's all political. It's all political. But, but at the same time, this is what's interesting about the church. At the same time, they, 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 they're, they're divided. They keep apart and whatever. But they, they each, each side is still keeping the Christianity alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fine. You know, that's the amazing thing that uh, we still have Christmas, we still have Easter, mm -hmm. we still have uh, people uh, believing that uh, that we should pray and we should. But so the the religion is is not suffering from the actual keeping them keeping apart. It's, yeah. They're not they're not destroying it or anything. Yeah. They, no, no, no. They they keep the anti possibly. By making it more tribal, they protect it even more. And maybe, you know, sometimes maybe this is not the plan, but maybe this has actually facilitated the protection of, uh, of Christianity. Because yeah, 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 yeah. There, is, there is not one, not one power controlling it. It's, it's actually, uh, there isn't one head saying, oh, this is... Uh, we're going to we're going to change the Bible. They can't because there are two. There's a Latin version, the Greek version. Mm -hmm. If one side changes it, the other side will say no. That's not how it is. They, yeah, yeah, so yeah. they they're basically keeping each other in check. In check. If you think yeah. about it. Yeah. No. 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 I agree. And also, 
Troy George, think, but think about the only thing that I think is is uh, is silly. For example, what what is the Pope? Where is the Pope of the Orthodox Church? Is it in Greece or in or is it in Turkey? No, there isn't. There isn't a Pope. No. No, they are. They call them patriarchs. Uh huh. So the, the they 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 have Alexandria. There is one in Egypt. There's one in uh, in Constantinople. In Turkey. Yeah. Wow. There is another one in Jerusalem. Oh, and there is one in Addis Ababa. No, that's that's Coptic, uh, not Coptic. That's no, they are Orthodox. They are Orthodox. Ethiopian. Yes. Greek Greek Orthodox. They are Orthodox. I don't know if they are Greek, but today no, the, the Copts have their own head. Today, today it was Easter also for Febe. But the Coptic Church has its own head. But they are not Coptic. I'm not Coptic. The Ethiopians the Ethiopian, have their. They have their own. They have their own pope. Yeah, but the, they are. They, I'm not sure about Antioch. There used to be a, a bishop, the Archbishop of Antioch. I'm not sure if it's still because you know there's a lot of politics among the church. Of course, <laughs> that's why every. That's why it's all to me. It's all about politics. Like with the with the Ethiopians, they they say that there is something they disagree with them on about the uh, they call it the, the nature of Christ. Mm. So the Greeks Greeks say that God. Christ is God and man, and the Ethiopians say something else, and they call them monophysite, the 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 nature of uh, basically the playing with words. I mean, it's just bullshit. Words that we don't understand. I, I'm I'm black. I want to be. I want to rule in my own country. I don't want a white guy to tell me what my God does. That's that's it. That's it. And then there is the 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 Greek guy. I don't want the Roman guy to tell me. And then there is the Roman guy who says, I don't want the British guy to tell me. That's yeah, it. so there are, um, there are patriarchs, and they are basically the, same, the equivalent of the Pope, but the, neither of them are considered to be first. The, the, but do they, the, talk, do they talk to each other? Yeah, they're all in... Uh, so now that they also, the Russians also have patriarch, I think. Yeah, because with the, with the communism. Um, and the Serbs, I'm not sure, but this, all, the, all the Orthodox of uh, the Balkans, like Romania, Serbia, Russia also, uh, Greek, the Greek Orthodox of Jerusalem, Greece, Cyprus, they're all, it's like one family, basically. But they have they have differences with the Copts in Egypt. I think they have differences with the Ethiopians. Some small differences, and of course with the, with the Vatican they have some differences. But it's it's like you say, it's politics basically. Oh, it's not, think about that. I know that uh, two, three, four years ago, they they have they have tried to do one Easter the same time. They didn't they didn't agree. Imagine sometimes, no, but sometimes it happens that. Uh, no, yes, it, it happens by chance. Yes. Yeah. No, no, no. This one was not by chance. It was to say, enough. I think we have been separated for too long. Let's get together again. No. 
so none of the old, they are old, they are all 70 years old and older men, all these patriarchs and popes, and so, but they couldn't agree because they all have, uh, their, their, they, they want to remain no, independent and I have my, my independence and my influence and, you know, and my politics, they couldn't agree. Can you imagine in the 21st century? Really? Really? Because then, if you give a concession, that's the problem of religious people. Religious people move for concept of absolutism, meaning that they, there is no room for thinking, there is no room for questioning, because if you question one thing, everything crumbles, you know? So, oh my God, I concede this one, I, I gave you this one. Now it's all finished. Now it's... sets. But the... The, um, the interesting thing is that it's very old. It's yeah. like 2,000 years. 2,000 years. Continuous. Like a... An institution. No, I know. It's the day of the church, the, the Easter. I'm not telling you, okay, now everybody, now there is not anymore, we are all one church. No, let's do one day. One day where we all eat together. Come on, it's the 21st century. We are not in Arab, we are, we are not in, you know, come on. We are all in developed countries, you know, come on. I wonder what politics other politics there are. Of yeah, course. There must be a lot, a lot. Yes, because they have to answer to power, no? Cioè, the, 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 the bishop of Rome, they, they, it's all about dominance, no? So, if the bishop of, of Rome says, let's do the Easter on the 5th, no, none of them can say yes, because it will be seen as subjugation, you know? Because that's how they think. But anyway, that's not our problem. But you know, I, I have actually compared the two. Uh, they're very different. Who? The Catholic and the Greek Orthodox. I'm sure. I'm sure. And um, I think in the Catholic, uh, what do you call it, the Catholic culture, there are some things there that we are missing. I are missing a few things that we could, that we would benefit if we had if we were with if we were together we would benefit. Me, for example, um, the, the, the the Catholic Church is when you go to church you see people of all from all over the world. When you go when I go to the Greek Church, it's only Greek people. Yeah, but, and one thing, why it would be nice to have one church? Because unity is strength, no? Yeah. Che, the idea of a federation, like the United States, to get in, in a global world, you need, to have a, you need to be a global institution. That's the thing. And then again, if you think about it, it is like a federation, because you have the different, uh, different churches, and they... Yeah. They, they, they agree and they don't agree. 
that's how a federation works, no? That sometimes there are some matters that they have to work together and yeah. some matters are just personal of your own. Uh, yeah. yeah. To me, that, but, uh, yeah. But to, to me, yeah, yeah, no, but it, exactly. Now if they work like a federation and it's all, I mean, I'm fine because I don't know, I don't know. For example, my children, they are both uh, baptized in the Greek Orthodox Church. In the Greek Orthodox? Yes. Yeah? At the, um, on River Road, on River Road there is one, one cut, one... Um, Not St. George? I think it's St. George. Bradley? No, 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 Bradley, that, that's close to my house. There is on River Road, from, from Seven Locks you go left, uh, and you go left, you go left, before you get to, before you get to Kenwood, before you get to that area where there is the, where there is the, the, how do you, the, the, the whole foods, no? If you go, mm -hmm. before the whole foods, way before there is a Greek Orthodox Church. So they didn't get christened in the, Not in, in, the in the Ethiopian Church? No, because I no, no, because I think the, well, okay, the Ethiopian Church, like all the Third World Church, they are not really they are Third World, so mm, it's not uh, it's not the idea of um, you know, hundred years ago, in the Catholic Church, people were speaking Latin. Right? No, 100 years ago. Now, up until 1960. So, my grandma could tell you the entire mass in Latin, uh -huh. but she didn't know what she was telling you. She didn't know. She, she was just repeating. Why? Because my grandma, she was a peasant. She didn't know how to read and write. Um, so, the Catholic Church in a third world country, like was Italy until the Second World War, we don't care about the people. Ter the third world mentality is that we are ruled by the 0.3% of the population, 3% of the population, 97% of the people die, and we and the church or the stays with the 3% of the powerful people. This is, but not only the church, anything in a third world country, if you want to do anything, you just stick with the 3% of the population in power. Who cares about the 97%? 97% they die, we don't care, you know? That's third world, everywhere. So, I suspect from what I saw that the Ethiopian Catholic Church is an institution of the third world, meaning that if you go there, they don't treat you nice. Because for them, they, they are seen as, you know, like, like uh, in Italy, the, the Catholic Church in, up until the 19th century, the, the, the priest used to spit on the people. Like, you are peasant, you are just sheep, you know? Because I need to deal with the prince, I need to deal with the duke, I need to... It's hierarchical, eh? Yes, so the church, in the, in the, the Ethiopian church, they see themselves like, uh, like used to be the Catholic church before the Second World War. So, I don't know, imagine, imagine how many, how many cases of rape of children they were they they happen before the second world war so many but nobody was reporting it because the the, the priest was like god you know and i'm i'm just an ignorant person i don't know how to read and write so in, in a third world country it's like this and the catholic the the 
the Ethiopian the, the Ethiopian uh, Orthodox Church is like that. So they you don't know, they don't treat you nice because you are just another peasant. You know what I'm thinking also. The um, this, the different traditions that there are in the, in the Christian Christian Church, mm. like Easter, Christmas. Mm. I think that some of them are very useful. Like the, there's a very subtle, very soft power about how to how to have harmony in the home with the children. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like you know, when the the, uh, the, the uh, problems that we experience nowadays, okay, most people that are more is the word liberal we use, or mm -hmm. more like people that are not so religious or not so traditional, we have problems. The kids don't want to eat the food, and they complain, and they don't have respect, and all that. Yeah. I think some of those things that the church was in, like, without any effort, was enabling the home to have some of those things in harmony. You know, like when when you go to a wedding and then it opens the. You don't have to explain to kids when they're sixty, when they're thirteen, where kids come from. The kids start, they start to get an idea that oh, they got married and then they'll have a baby. So it's more like more gentle, more soft, or the, the, the christening, it's, it creates this whole thing where the whole community or the immediate family are invited, so you, you, you get to know who is born, who is who's passed away, who's getting married, yeah, so yeah, you yeah. stay in touch socially and all that. So, yeah, I mean, the politics aside, there, there, are, uh, there are a lot of things that society, I think, benefits from. Yes, but George is true. But I tell you, I, I really believe like, uh, I like Jordan Peterson so much. I'm not religious, really, I'm not religious. But just like he says, those stories, those stories, they are the result of hundreds, thousands of years of human experience, human life. So even, let's say that you want to remove the paranormal the you know the metaphysical aspect listen to those stories because because take for example i don't know any 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 story that you can find on the bible that he said behind there is a lesson take away the religion it's all bullshit do whatever you want but those are like life lessons that they have been there generations and generations and generations they pass it to you and they say look uh, eat, stay together for for a meal if a son behaves badly forgive him try to you know try to keep the family together because if you're not together blah 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 so that is on all the subjects that would be important yes, in life yes so okay. I, I, believe, I believe that there is like a um, some lessons to be drawn regardless of the religion mm -hmm. so you know some people there are some atheists that are very they're more extreme no to me you know what to me there is there is there is lessons i heard one uh, indian uh, mystic mm -hmm. or, or something that i follow sometimes listening to his youtube uh, videos 
and he said that atheists and uh, religious pe people that are very religious, they're exactly the same. Oh, he says that the people that believe, they both believe. He says that uh, on the one hand, you've got people that believe that that everything they they know that they they, they, they know that there is a god. Mm -hmm. And the atheists, they know that there isn't a god. So mm -hmm. he says both of them are actually exactly the same. And they, they are full of they they, they are full of yeah. um, uh, the certainty. And then yes, and then he says there are the people that say I don't know. Then that's me. So I don't know. I, I'm not sure. You me? cannot say for sure anything, right? No. And I think I think that's the whole message. All these stories, all the whole thing. It's it's about teaching us that you know we don't know anything. We we really we're just we're not as special as important as we think we are. As individuals. No, we are no, we are nothing. But we are precious to ourselves and to our family yes. and to the whole, to the whole total, to the totality of things. We are an important part, but we're not that important. No, no, we are we are semi insignificant actually. And and the more, the more we go around, the more we understand that we don't know. It's it's yeah. so, I mean. There are there are there are scientific truths that which are my favorite, George. The one that they the one that they reach through indirectly. For example, when they discover the quasars, I always loved it. So there was a mathematician who said, in order for the for the gravitational fields to behave the way they behave, there must be something there in that region of space that has this mass and behaves like this. I don't know what it is. We cannot see it. But if my calculus are correct, there must be something there. Nobody sees it. And years later, they, they, they found it, actually. So my favorite, the, my favorite discoveries in science are the ones that are indirect. You see, because our senses, our, our ability to see things, sometimes are not that sharp. But maybe we can get there from another way, you know? And then we will see it later. You see, you see what yeah. I'm saying? So, and this guy was, to me, was incredible. Because he said, you know, we cannot see it. I cannot perceive it. I cannot, but if, if this model has to work, eh, there must be something there. And then they found it. So, God knows the things we cannot see. We are like yeah. we are we are we are animals. We are really animals. Yeah, I, th I really. Uh, the older I get, the more I see that um, if you say if you say I know, no, or if you say this is the best wine, or if you say that. Uh, this is that, that is when you have put a limit and you cannot go further. So if you say, I don't know, you don't know. I mean, there's mystery everywhere. That, that is actually what should drive science. I yeah. agree with you on that. A lot of scientists now say, nah, 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 nah. They're only dealing with data that's been gathered, but they're not, not so open to new discoveries. Yeah. 
I don't think we're discovering things at the pace that we were. I think people, I think scientists were making bigger discoveries. Yeah, I was thinking the same. Like electricity, if, if, uh, if what I learned at school is true, that they discovered electricity, when was it? 17th century. I mean, that's an amazing, I mean, look at it, it's everywhere now. We, a lot of people can't live without it. I mean, for, for generations now have been like yeah. this. Yeah. So now, what have we discovered since the, the, then? There, there is one thing, I mean, I was thinking the same thing recently. I said, what, what did we discover huge, you know? So one thing was the atomic power. That's huge, no? But that was 50 years ago. That, exactly, it's old. No, it's, more, exactly, that's old. There is something new now. It's called CRISP. CRISP, and it's the ability to edit uh, genes. Ah, okay. That's that's huge. That's very because that can really, really open the world. Imagine, George, if you can edit your genes instead of performing uh, like surgery that uh, like on a defect, like, a, like what do you call it, on a defect? If there's if there's something that will be a problem that can be detected during the it's the fetal stage is too late. You mean in the genes when it's when it's still just DNA, just at the sperm level, or no. or, or maybe or who knows, who knows? Maybe in the future, she look, uh, you're having I don't know something assist. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to. I'm not going to do any surgery because I'm gonna program your body to expel it by itself or to ah, okay. so think about it. Oh, not just it's for people. For me, like even for me and you now that they can edit what? our genes. Why not? Why not? But don't you think that we we do that anyway? No, no, we do it because and then, anything and then, that we learn change your DNA. So no, that no, that, that, that uh, yes, yes. Medicine will be helping. Something like that already exists. It, 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 exactly, but exactly. So we can hopefully in the future we can edit our genes. Why not? Mm. Why not? Yeah. But because that one will be that one will be the definitive medical solution. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So say you let's say you've got an astigmatism, and it's hereditary. So it's in your genetic uh, structure. You take it out. You can uh, introduce some like an update mm -hmm. to your system, and your system will. Uh, but plus, thinking even more, and I think really we are a matter of two or three generations away. George, imagine if they can stop aging. It's a genetic thing. Eh? Mm. It's a genetic thing. I mean, if you t if you look it from the point of view of the. That it's it's something that you can you know it's just a, it's just a function. We we age because it's a function. Imagine if you can refresh. Why not? I remember, I remember there was some there were some studies that they showed that if you eat less, you slow down the aging process. I can see. The people, that, the, the people that eat more, they age more quickly. But then you look at I mean if you look at all different people. Uh, we're not all the same. No, 
Well, but so you can say, look at the look in Japan. There is there is an area of Japan and an area of Sardinia where the where there are the mo, the oldest people in the world. And then you look at how they live. They smoke cigarettes. They drink. They, they drink uh, wine. Wine. They they sleep late at night. Huh? So, so no 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 no. I I don't know. I don't know. Ma ma. I'm sure. And I, I'm sure, and I'm telling you that the same conversation already happened 60 years ago between two people like you and me. Mm -hmm. That in three generations, maybe people are going to believe forever. Maybe. And I'm sure, I tell you, in, 19, in 1960, somebody was telling exactly the same, thinking about us, and it didn't happen. You <laughs> know, you, do you remember in the, in the 80s? Huh? Mm -hmm. I remember being told that in the future they will give us a tablet and that will be our meal. Yeah. We will, yeah. we will not need to eat. We will just take that one tablet and that will be all we need, like a pill. But now, was now. I mean, you, you open the food channel and you open all these channels. You have all this baking and cooking, yeah. restaurants and food. I, and I was food is everywhere. It didn't happen. I was where the George. I, I bought a small. Um, a Nintendo, okay, you know, Nintendo computer like the, the video game, yeah. But it's a Nintendo, it's a small one, and it's a replica of what I used to play when I was 10 years old. Ah, the what did I call the it? The tiny retro, yeah. So you can play all the old games. And I remember I'm playing those games with my son. Last time I played with my with these games, I was 12. And I was playing with my with my brother. Okay, now I'm playing it with my son. I was playing with us with a game that it was done in 1989. Okay, and they were and in this game the character can go back and forth in the future, but in the past and in the future, and then they go in the year 2020, and everybody every in 2020 now everybody was flying. Every everybody was flying, and we're not flying, right? No, we are not flying. And we don't have... Uh, people were predicting that our cars will fly. They don't fly. No, but think about that. The concept of the drone, talking about flying, the drone, no? The drone is using a technology that he was... Leonardo da Vinci. You know, it, the helicopter. It's in the 14th century. Yeah. Not, nothing new. Absolutely nothing. The only thing that is new, why now we have the drones and why not the in the set? Exactly, it's the, it's the battery. It became yeah. it became lighter and it can store more energy. Otherwise, you could have had a drone in 1972. Why not? You know. But but think about it. Do we really want to have traffic up there too? You know. No, no. It would be nice. Imagine George, if you can have. I, I always thought about it. If you can have something that repels gravity. Think about that. Ma think about um, what I was, uh, when I was a kid, I was thinking about this. Because I remember there was the, the grandma of a friend of mine, she was very sick. And, you know, she was getting uh, bad sores, you know, when, when the old people, they, and I, I used to feel so bad for her. I was like 16, 17. And I said, imagine if one day they are going to have something that repels gravity. 
that you don't lie. You repel gravity. You levitate. There is nothing, you know, imagine. For stupid things like this. So you can care you can care better for old for, for old people. Why not? I, I mean it's possible, right? No, it's it is. I mean gravity but not in the way that we not in the way that we imagine it at the moment. No. Well in another way. Yes, right? it's, it's gonna be done in another way. Like yeah. that, what's that thing that they, they, you see them with the two wheels and they stand on it, it's called... The hoverboard. There's something that you see people around town. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's got a name. Huh? The hoverboard. Hover, ah, the Segway, the Segway. Yeah. That, that is the future. That is like, if, if you had to show me that in the 1980s and say in the future... Yeah, my George. I would imagine everyone on those things all the time. Yeah, but 2000, the, the, the Segway started in the early 2000. But it didn't take off. Huh? But you know, you know the funny thing? The guy who invented the Segway died on an, an accident on the Segway. No. Yes, check it on Wikipedia. He, Maybe ma, that's why. But he, that's... I think he got hit by a car. Something oh. like that. I remember when I was, I was in the UN in, in, uh, in Rome, and the security guard had this thing, and we were like, wow, it was 2000, yeah. 2002. It, it's still amazing to see. No, I love it, I love it. What I so like... May, maybe what you're saying, there could be something that that you wear, that it kind of pushes down and lifts you. and It must be something that works at the atomic level or subatomic level i don't know a particle that held that makes you that makes the way magnets repel exactly the way magnets repel yeah maybe maybe you put them you you put opposite magnets Ah, i was thinking the same and you will float you will float strong enough you will float above yes yes but you'll have the magnets on you yeah you can do that you can use it as the you can you you can generate a magnetic force with the electromag ele- electro electronic uh, el- electricity, no? But I am convinced. I am convinced. I've always been convinced there must be a ma- something that works like a magnet for gravity. Gravity without electricity. I'm I, sure. Know, Fabrizio, I've said this before, and I was I was mocked when I said it. But if you, I said if you can name it, it already exists. Just if you can say if you can give if you can say what what you're thinking like what you just said, why can't we make a, a, a way that people can defy gravity? Just because you said it means it's possible. It's ah, possible in your mind. Yes, it's possible. And now you are Guarda. You now you made me remember something. There is a theory. Listen to this. I don't know if it's true. Maybe it's bullshit, but it's fascinating because it's what is exactly what you're saying. Apparently. When the when the Indios uh, when when they saw Cristoforo Colombo ca- coming, right? They couldn't see the ships. They couldn't see the ships because they had no concept of that. In the, they had no picture. In, they had no understanding of it. What but it is. do you think it's true? I think it's possible. So tell me something, because so I, now if it's if it's true, it needs to be the most important task. Of every human being, it, mo- it must be to train your brain not to be blind. It has to be yeah. because otherwise you are blind. Yeah. 
We are, yeah, but we're all blind. Have you, haven't you ever sometimes noticed the hummingbird that you almost didn't notice it, that it just flicked past you, that a little bit, a little bit slower, you wouldn't have noticed it at all? Yeah, I think I'm scared. I'm very scared of not being able to see something because I cannot conceive it. Not because it's too fast, but because I cannot conceive it. Cioè, it's mm. crazy, no? But it's possible. I'm no, no, it's possible. That's why. Your ideas and people say, nah, that, that's not possible. I, that's right. And then, and then there's, it, it comes out later, it comes to the mainstream, and the same people are experts on that same thing that they said it doesn't exist. But because because if, if it's so inconceivable that I cannot see it, so maybe we already have, uh, we already have uh, aliens around us, uh, there are people traveling back and forth in the future, but we don't see it because it's inconceivable, you know. Yeah. It's weird, but no? It's, it's definitely a possibility that uh, you, that we can't, that we, there's a lot that we don't see. Wow. Parents will tell you that. that you, your kids are doing things all the time that you don't even realize. That's true. How many times have you seen your kids, like when they were, probably when they were younger now, I think when they get a bit older, not so much, but wherever they were, my kids would lick everything. Yeah. They would just be licking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you, you don't notice it. No. Because you, in my mind, I don't think that people lick the walls, you know? Yeah. Yeah, my dad. They're doing it, so... Because it wasn't in my mind, I couldn't see it. No, no I think that happens to all of us. No, 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 but that's why. But what I'm saying is that I'm, I'm not saying that it's true or not. I'm mm. saying I think it can happen and and it scares me. It's, it really scares me. The fact that the human brain could reject something that is in front of your eyes just because you cannot conceive it. It's crazy to me. And, and and it can and if it and if it can happen and I think it can, I want to train my brain to have my eyes open, you know, something like that. But aren't you supposed? I think maybe we're supposed to be able to. Uh, I mean, we're, we're supposed to be able to learn new things and forget things that we. Learning learning is part of uh, putting things in your head. Yeah. That's how we learn. I know. But if we didn't, if it's not there, mm. we can't see it. Can you imagine? The point, the question is this. There are some people that maybe still don't see those ships. Exactly. <laughs> you know, that's the point. That, uh, to me, George, I've always struggled with people who tells you life is this, that's life, that's how we eat, that's how we dress. That's what's right. That's what's wrong. I hate that. I but that's how, that's what we have. That's what we have to deal with. But the vast majority of the world is like this. The vast majority of the world they they feel comfort in having a pre-trained, pre-structured, pre you know established you know like a like, like a guideline for life. There is no such a thing. If the people, for example, I, I always talk to... Like a map, huh? Yeah, ma, cioè, I understand be listening, for example, I always listened 
to older people because for example they were telling me ah when i was a little kid i said look all the older people said ah i um, i remember my grandma's uh, my grandma's girlfriends you know they used to say ah if i if i knew what i know now i would behave differently in my youth you know the usual banal thing that the older mm. women say but i was listening to them and i said okay tell me and i was eight you know tell me what why what would you do different hey i, I would not listen too much to to the crowd i would not listen to the pope i would not listen to the priest i would not listen to what people think and i said okay okay baby why i don't want to get 80 to 80 and learn that i should have that i should have i'm gonna start doing it now the problem is that just for the fact that i was asking those questions it meant that i was not made to have that kind of life you, mm. you see what i'm saying and the more the more i go the more i grow old george i'm sure i'm so sure you know there is always the the there is this this people don't don't understand if it's nature or nurture no what makes you is the way they raise you or there is something inside you george it's both but i think nature it's 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 not 50 50 it's 55-45 and nature yeah. if you are born with something uh, that something comes out that something yes, yes I think yes. so yeah I think so too that uh, uh, you, don't you see that with your children that yes that you, exactly you never told them or showed them that you see that, 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 they're, that they're doing things the way that, that you did them yes but for and, you and you never showed them. I never them. showed them. Yes. Yeah. My, my, for example, yeah. Tell me, tell me. That's why I think that uh, the fact that we don't, we ha we we no longer follow our parents' uh, professions, makes life difficult for us because we we have all that information in us. Like let's say, if my father was a carpenter. I would, I have that in me already. Yeah. So I, I would not have to learn so, I would not have to bang my head so much because things will just be second nature to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, in a way, it's very comforting. I was thinking, I, I was, I was thinking the same. For example, I used to fight with my dad because when I was 20, 19, he was telling me no because I prefer to do a company. He had a little company of, uh, he was selling doors and windows, no? Mm -hmm. So I was telling him, Dad, you're telling me that you, you, you like to have your children working with you. Yes. But how do you know that I'm the best for this company? You know, you need to put the, the good of the company first. Maybe, maybe I'm a donkey. Maybe I'm not good. You cannot just say that because I'm my, you're my son, you are going to do good because you're going to destroy the company and then i understood in, like in every third world country uh, is is not is not really important uh, the company itself it's important the fact that i can ask of you anything because it's not just i have more leverage on you i have leverage of the family and the leverage of the you know of the company so the, the way they do business in third world countries, I don't like it. I don't like it because 
yes, it could have been nice to have a company with my dad, but you are just a slave. You, you see what I'm saying? You, you, because you are not just, it's not profession. And, uh, and usually they try to find, they want to do that thing to you. Because, you know, to, to, if you, you can, they make you work 18 hours a day to 20 hours a day, you know, because you because you are not it's, we are not, it's not only business it's a family business you know. So in a way you need to have you need to be have a very smart patriarch, very good patriarch to manage this kind of thing. Because otherwise you discourage the children to work for you with you or for you. You need to be a very smart, very smart uh, patriarch, a manager. Okay, so let's say um, someone is buying and selling, he's selling doors and windows, and his son uh, continues with the profession, but he doesn't do things exactly the way the father does it. That's good. He starts to, he goes and he studies uh, accounting and uh, computers. Mm -hmm logistics and all that and he runs the company from an office where his father was actually doing more actual tangible work that's good so you, you're not doing exactly what he was yeah. doing but you you have innovative you have, yes yeah but that, but that means that the patriarch is so smart that allows the children to innovate in the vast majority of the third world company, family company context, the patriarch doesn't allow you to innovate. That's the problem. Yeah. Also because in a third world country, is it, most of the times innovating doesn't pay off. Because, you know, in a third world place, it's not about how you do it or what you do, but who you know. Yeah. Who, who you know. So... The thing is that when you, if you continue a family business, you still know those people. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, I think, George, we are on 54 minutes. Uh, to our listener, this is it, the, the, the fifth episode of A Beer with the Italian. <laughs> <laughs> a Coffee with the Greek. <laughs> to our listeners, good night. I'm going to turn it off. Okay. <laughs>